Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 94 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. Of course, it's another big weekend of Greyhound racing with so much top class racing action to look forward to. We have the uh, final of the Sporting Press online edition Irish Oaks, of course, and uh, our guest was lucky enough to win that famous competition a couple of years ago. And we're going to say hello to East Cork man now, Liam Toomey, who kindly joins us on the podcast. And I suppose, firstly, Liam, it's hello to you. Barry, thanks for having us on. Yeah, great to have you on, Liam. Um, obviously, we will touch on the uh, Sporting Press Irish Oaks in a, in a short while, uh, but you're a man that um, has enjoyed plenty of success in the world of greyhound racing. And uh, firstly, tell our listeners um, how you got involved in our sport. Oh, I got involved with a family involvement. We have had greyhounds at home all of my lifetime, and I believe probably since the 1930s there's been greyhounds in some form of an, or another in our at our place so I guess like that as I was when I was a kid they were there and I suppose I got more into them as I got a little bit older and took on a role in the with the greyhounds myself so uh, yeah so that's one of those things they've, it, they've always been there so to answer that question I guess yeah 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 very good and just in terms of you know kind of growing up and stuff and you know tell us maybe a bit about your, your parents involvement our family involvement is um, we've had greyhounds great greyhounds probably at home more so than racing and training uh, breed them schooled them and would have been selling, selling them on would have been the, the model that would have been used by so my parents and grandparents time and that would have been the wider industry model for the go racing for the multiple of tracks in the UK, um, a lot of which um, are gone now. But it was a breed, it was really a breeding industry to to go and hopefully win bigger events. Um, I think dogs that were bred at home have been in English Derby finals. Uh, I think the famous Camara Flash final of I think that was 1967, in which the uh, smoke was second in that. Um, obviously well before my time uh, probably more when my father was a teenager than when I was around uh, also bred an English uh, ledger winner O'Hara's Rebel was his name um, they would have bred I think more, in more recent times dogs that I remember in the 90s would have been Witches Dean he won um, I think he won the Golden Sprint in Romford in early maybe 94 had uh, some celebrity owners I think Jules Holland was one of them so yeah they're, they're dogs I would remember Very good and did you always see yourself I suppose getting involved at a you know a, a serious uh, level? Um, I guess I would have always seen myself at some level um, that when, you, when you're younger say when I was younger I was more involved in playing sports uh, different sports GA, bowling basketball different things at different times Whereas when I fractured dislocated my ankle when I was around 28, I knew my playing days were coming to an end. So I suppose at that point, I was getting more seriously into the greyhounds. A lot of people, when they finish their involvement with a sport, they will get involved as selectors, managers and things like that. Maybe, maybe that's the route I went with managing the greyhounds. 
Yeah, exactly. And and, and I suppose, look, obviously, it, it's a big weekend, as I said, the uh, Sporting Press Online Edition Oaks final, one of the standout races over the course of the, the weekend. And I suppose you, you were lucky enough uh, to win that uh, famous competition back in 2016. And, you know, tell us a bit about uh, Witch's Bell, because it's a bit of a fairy tale story, really. Yeah, I guess it was a fairy tale for us, anyway. Um, I suppose it's. It's 2016. It's a couple of years ago. Now, in some ways, it seems like 25 years ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, she's still at home. She's she's red hot for us and stuff since. Um, but yeah, so for us, that was the biggest event that we we had a winner in. Um, even like any of these competitions, to get into the final is a, is a big thing. Um, and obviously the people running this weekend, we wish them all the best. Just back to that um, famous uh, final, Liam, that was a, a fantastic success. And, you know, as I said, I'm sure you still have fond memories of that uh, great night. It must have been a massive occasion for for yourself and all your family. Yeah, it was. Um, well, obviously, as the competition was going on, we were building up, you know, your, I think she was beaten in the first round and won maybe the second and third round, but... Every every week is a little bit of apprehension. Will she will she break? Will she qualify? You know, you run through all these scenarios in your head, and as the competition, you get deeper into the competition. Say for any competition, you're you're still have you still have those questions, and each week they're answered in some in some way or another. And obviously, with all the other contenders, contestants as well, similar, they they have the same questions answer themselves and you know they're doing they're doing their bit of work will I will I change something do we stay the same you know all those things and making it into the final then as you were for the week in the build up to the final your things are heightened that you're thinking even the small things who's going who's you know I was our kids were coming on at this day so we're looking for babysitters um, you know things like where we get diesel, we get diesel in the morning, you know, to make sure we make Dublin. Do we need a spare car? <laughs> Some kinds of things. Uh, maybe the slightly non-racing uh, things, and then as as you're getting in, you weigh in the dog. You're starting to relax. Then you start to enjoy the atmosphere. Because for us, the work was done at that stage. It was, it was down to Belle herself, and and uh, for everyone else, you know, you're meeting the people in. Um, Children Park, you're wishing you're wishing them well, and they're wishing you well. And at nine o'clock or whatever time, we're going to find out what the what the result of the question we all want to answer. So for us, and that night, Bell was able to answer that question in a positive light for us. Yeah, it must have been a massive moment as well. Um, obviously, winning you know the, the Sporting Press Irish Oaks for any kennel is a huge occasion. But you know, when it's a, a small kennel, um, you know, to go and win at the the, the biggest stage of Mall must have been an unbelievable feeling. It was quite a feeling. Um, down to Bell being a super talent, I, I feel. But um, yeah, and so many things. There are so many forks in the road, even to make the decision to to be involved with you know better level competition. We felt that by getting Bell in, we would hopefully be racing in Shelburne, and then obviously the the win was the icing on the cake. Um, but there's there's so little between any of the any of the top greyhounds. Uh, it was just we were glad we were glad that on that occasion she was to get a clear passage 
get a chance to have her run. We felt going up that everything in the in the build up had gone as well as we could expect that we had no there was no questions over, you know, did we give her the right feeding or did was there any mix up or you know, we we felt going up that she was going to give we had given our best effort and we felt that Belle was going to give her best effort on the night. Whether that was going to be good enough or not we didn't know. Essentially enough it was but um, yeah, great feeling. Um memories of being in, being up there watching the race with the, when you're when you're on the inside, you don't get a great view of the, of the race. But uh, we could. Um, yeah, so it was um, you know a fantastic um, occasion. So I suppose since then, which as well has been very good to Liam, um, she's produced uh, a number of great winners over the course of the last couple of years. Yeah, and. Uh, I guess for her in her career the only thing the Oaks wasn't the only thing she won either she had um, won a, a 575 sweep in Cork um, she had won the Jordan Memorial the early season puppy event in Shelburne so I guess that winning that event proved that she was up to that level to compete she had been to the Kirby final also in between in Limerick Um a lot of the, the Jordan, I think, only had 11 dogs runners, and four of them made the Kirby final out of 72 afterwards. So even though it didn't, the number in the event was less, the quality was there. Uh, and a lot of those a lot of those finalists went on to win other competitions in Ireland and the UK and made derby finals and things like that. So like for, for Bell... It proved that she was able to, even even for a female, that she was able to compete against her top-level male co- counterparts in, in her era. Yeah, exactly. Look, she was a, a fantastic lady, of course, and, you know, had so much pace. And, you know, she chased home, I think, good news as well in, in the semi-final of the race of champions, of course, uh, the, the derby champion. She showed massive pace and, you know, a real, I suppose, joy to watch. And, you know, as I said, she's been very good to you as well in recent years. Plenty of winners and, you know, still flying the flag. Yeah, still flying the fact she's um and had a litter again recently. So um yeah again we're probably moving more to breeding now than um than training the time commitments for training for even from, from Bell's time, which was a couple of years ago. We have three children now so and the lads are in school and there's matches and you know, there's a lot of other competing things for time, so uh, we'll probably move more to, to breeding and for Bell and we said a bit of Scrum Bell and things like that also we've moved on a little bit as well Exactly, yeah. And um, just tell us, I suppose, you know, a bit about your your operation at the moment. Obviously, you're you're still racing, you know, plenty of greyhounds at your local yawl track and the SIS racing system. Is that something you enjoy doing? Um, I suppose, as with everything, there's pluses and minuses. Um, I believe the prize money is the, the big the big minus at the moment but and surely something needs to be looked at with, with prize money. Um to we say we're in hyperinflation at the moment. So we need to be your bag of nuts, your diesel, your, your costs are rising whereas our income for, for racing seems to be the sa- staying the same. There doesn't seem to be much talk of increases or even the pups from Bell 
were able to win A3 races for nearly 350 quid with, with bonuses and for incentives and then win open races for, I think we're at 275 or so now. So I'd like to see that looked at for participation as well. Because, you know, we do, we do want to get people into the sport. And we also need to keep the people we have, which is quite important also. Every person you lose, you need to replace it with a person that may or may not come into the replacement as the issue for as as I see it. So like for for the pluses of SAS racing, as we've seen we are getting regular racing. It's very competitive. It's the number number of races a dog can run in its career is increased with SAS racing. Also I guess the prize money is, is level to a certain level. Yeah, interesting thoughts there. And just in terms of, you know, as I said, your operation at the moment, you, as I said, you seem to have, you know, getting plenty of winners as well over the course of the uh, last couple of months. And, you know, it must be pretty full on. A lot of work going on, no doubt. Um, again, as I said, we're a family operation, so it's more my dad is doing the regular day-to-day running, um, going to the track and racing the dogs. That's the very much the easy part. Uh, a lot of a lot of work has taken place to get them to that point. And any dog that can race, you have them trained to the lead at that stage. You know you've done so much work to to even even to take your starting place in a race. Whereas with pups, you know you're training to the lead, you're feeding them, you're you're working them. That uh, my dad is doing still doing more regular day to day work. Non greyhound related job as well, so uh, with, with most families, that, that's how it goes. Yeah, exactly. And that uh, going forward, have any hopes for for the future? Obviously, I suppose um, not easy. I suppose to get the, the likes of Witch's Bell, but you'll be hoping of more success, no doubt, in the future. Yeah, I guess um, we've seen one, one Witch's Bell. When the next Witch's Bell will come along, we we don't know if you will. Uh, we're going to we hope to keep trying anyway, um, and. We say we're as we say we're Bell is still breathing. Um we have some bitches out of out of Bell we'd hope to breathe as well. Uh so again if we can if we can produce something like that, that's our aim. Uh, to to win a major event was very exciting for us and our family and neighbours and people that we we have family all over the world that they were finding out about it and our watching videos and we have YouTube and Facebook all these notifications so that people can people can find out what's happening at anywhere in the world they look and then they are more they go to the website they look at other videos and things like that so I suppose that that's the big I suppose plus obviously look you know the likes of social media and, and stuff like that can be a you know, a, a tough place, I suppose, for for people. Um, you know, so many so many negativity as well about social media. But I suppose that's the one real big positive when you're you know enjoying success and stuff like that. You can share it, and as you said, people from all over the world do be tuning in. I know you'd be posting, I suppose, regular race videos when you do taste success, and you know that's a I suppose a great way of and a positive light of you know pu- pushing our sport out there. Yeah, that's the thing. Um. And again, people are living busy, busy lives now. So the people that are here, you may get a notification of something happening on Facebook locally that you didn't know about. So the and I enjoy putting up the videos, people for people to see. Um, I enjoy when the dogs go well. 
doesn't always happen. <laughs> as we as we know, in every sport, there's going to be pluses and minuses, and like that. On on some occasions, when they do win, I do like to post that. Yeah, look, I think I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, and so many people doing that now, which is great. And just in terms of the Sporting Press Irish um, Oaks final at, at the weekend, Liam, um, no doubt you'll be tuning in and uh, keeping a, a close interest in it. Um, how do you see it going? Um, I guess for for anyone getting into it is a big thing. Um, so obviously, I'd wish all the participants well. Uh, if you can lead. You've got every chance in any race. So, um, and I suppose of the lineup, uh, John Lennon is the local trainer, so he's he's won it previously. So maybe he's going to do the business again. Uh, I thought he was a bit in Cork a couple of months ago. I thought she was very impressive. So uh, that that's the one uh, a local fan. Yeah, Droopy's next one. A very pacey lady. Hopefully, yeah, she can go well in that feature final. I think that's about it, Liam. Um, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to, to join us on the podcast. I suppose it was very fitting that we spoke to you um, this week. Obviously, of course, uh, tasting that famous success back in 2016 and we're wishing you continued success in the world of Greyhound Racing. And uh, it was great to speak to you on the podcast. Thanks, Barry. And best of luck with your podcast going forward. It took, you, it took you 94 goals to get to me but <laughs> <laughs> yeah great maybe we need to buck up a bit great stuff exactly well hopefully we'll be speaking again Liam and uh, thanks so much thanks Barry Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake for all the latest Greyhound racing news check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs